We all would like to think that we know where we are going and how to get there. But at every stage in life, we need divine direction. God has promised to guide us if we simply follow. The fifth and final section of Psalms are referred to as Deuteronomy Psalms because they remind us to keep returning to the truth of God's Word. Join us as we study them with Scott Pauley today. Every song is not a jubilant song. Every day is not an easy day, and every memory is not a pleasant memory. We've come in our study of the Psalms to Psalm 137, and what a different tone it is from the previous psalm. You'll remember Psalm 136 was historical in nature, and it ended verse after verse with this glorious truth, His mercy endureth forever. When you come to Psalm 137, it is not that God's mercy does not endure because we know God's mercy endured through every point in history. But when we come to this historical psalm, the emphasis is rather on the brokenness. Uh, it is on the humbling that the people of God had to go through during their Babylonian captivity. Uh, listen to Psalm 137, verse 1. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. We hanged our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. Do you, do you hear the tone? Here they are in Babylonian captivity, far from home, uh, with very little, it seems, for them to sing about. And so what do they do? They just sit down and cry. You ever have a day like that, just a day where you can't help but weep? Did you know that God's people weep as well? That just because you're a Christian, it doesn't mean you're never going to be sad, that you're never going to be disappointed, that you're never going to have a difficulty... No, God's people deal with that just like other people do. The only difference is we still have the Lord with us. We're not in it alone. So perhaps today you're weeping your way through this day. Perhaps today your heart is broken over something. Or maybe like the children of Israel, you're looking to the past and you're remembering. That's really the emphasis of Psalm 137. Did you hear it in verse 1? When we remembered Zion. If you keep reading, you find in verse 3, For there they that carried us away captive required of us a song, and they that wasted us required of us mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. And they respond in verse 4, How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? It reminded me of Proverbs chapter 25, verse 20. that says, As he that taketh away a garment in cold weather, and as vinegar upon nitre, so is he that singeth songs to an heavy heart. In other words, when people are having a hard time, uh, that's not the time to say to them, oh, cheer up, you're, you're going to get over this. That's not the moment to try to force them uh, to put on a happy face. Uh, the idea, the word picture in Proverbs 25, verse 20, of a person taking away a, another person's coat in the middle of winter, in cold weather. Someone says how cruel that is, yes? And how cruel it is for us not to understand that sometimes God's people weep. It says it's like vinegar upon nitre. Vinegar literally would dissolve nitre. It would make it in such a way that it was useless. It was destructive. It's useless to try to say to a person sitting down by the river in Babylon, weeping, broken over what has been lost. It's useless to say to them, oh, just make yourself cheer up. So what is the answer? Well, go back to our psalm, Psalm 137, verse 5. If I forget the old Jerusalem... Let my right hand forget her cunning. If I do not remember thee, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. 
if I prefer not Jerusalem above my chief joy. Again, do you hear the emphasis on remembering? In verse 1, when we remembered Zion. In verse 5, if I forget thee, O Jerusalem. In verse 6, if I do not remember thee. May I just point something out here? It is oftentimes our memories that bring our greatest heartache. We think of our failures, don't we? We think of what could have been. We think of what someone did to us. We think of some great tragedy. We think of what was lost. Memory can be a great blessing. It can also be a great curse if it's not yielded to God. In other words, if you're living in your past today, you're going to be a very sad human being. That's why the Apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 3 that he had determined he was going to forget those things which are behind and reach forth unto those things which are before. And so we come in Psalm 137 to verse 7 where the emphasis shifts. And I love this. Listen to verse 7. Remember, O Lord, the children of Edom in the day of Jerusalem, who said, Raise it, raise it even to the foundation thereof. O daughter of Babylon, who art to be destroyed, happy shall he be that rewardeth thee as thou hast served us. Happy shall he be that taketh and dasheth thy little ones against the stones. It's a reference to the fact that judgment is coming to the enemies of God's people. It's a reference to the fact that God in the end is always going to do right. You see, if you just sit by the river in Babylon, you'll weep your way through the rest of life. If you spend all of your time thinking about what was lost and left behind in Jerusalem, you're going to stay in your discouragement. But when you come to the end of Psalm 137, what does the psalmist do? Well, first of all, he prays. He begins to talk to God. Uh, sometimes in our songs and in our conversation and in our social media posts, we're just talking to one another. We're commiserating together. Oh, we may be gaining pity, but we're gaining no strength. Uh, when, when the strength comes is when you turn your conversation heavenward. And so the psalmist does the right thing. Instead of simply talking about the circumstances and talking to himself, he begins to address God personally. Take it to the Lord in prayer. But then, not only does he pray, notice please the, the change of, of terminology here. In verses 1 through 6 of Psalm 137, it's all about his remembering. But when you get to verse 7, let me read it again. Remember, O Lord. He begins to concentrate not on his memories, but on the fact that God has a perfect memory. That God will remember. Uh, in fact, you don't have to ask God to remember. He just will because he remembers all things. The only thing he doesn't remember is your sin. Can you say amen to that? Uh, no, he chooses to forget that. Praise his holy name. But the Lord remembers. The Lord knows what you've gone through. The Lord knows what wasn't right. The Lord knows how to make it right. God always remembers. There have been so many days that I have forgotten the Lord. Bless the name of our great Christ. He has never forgotten me. And he's never forgotten you. He's never failed you, and He's never forsaken you, and He's not about to start today. So in Psalm 137, when you're sitting down by the river of Babylon, when you're weeping, when you're remembering what could have been, what should have been, what would have been, maybe the best thing you can do first is just begin to talk to God about it. Turn your conversation into prayer, and then concentrate on the fact that the Lord has an even better memory than you do. You see, Spurgeon said, by some strange perversity, uh, we tend to remember what we should forget and forget what we should remember. Uh, so even when we think to the past, we tend to forget all of the good things and remember only the evil. Uh, but the Lord, who has a perfect memory, uh, knows exactly where we've been, what we've gone through. 
and exactly what needs to be done about it. Remember, O Lord. At some point, you're going to have to place your circumstances and yourself back in the Lord's hands consciously and say to God, God, I give this to you. Give your struggle to the Lord today. Give your enemies to the Lord today. Give your tears to the Lord today. You'll remember that in another portion of Scripture, we're told that God keeps our tears in a bottle. What does that mean? It means He cares, friends. He knows where you are. He has His eye on you. His ear is open to your prayer. And yes, He does care about what you're going through. I'll remind you that Psalm 137 is not the last psalm. And the song that is found in Psalm 137, not the last song. No, the children of Israel came out of the Babylonian captivity. They did not stay by the river, and they did not live weeping the rest of their lives. They end up coming back to Jerusalem. They come back with a jubilant song. They come back full of worship and praise and adoration for their God. And I want to tell you, my brother, my sister, you're coming out as well. You'll come out with joy on the other side. May the Lord help you today to remember the Lord and know this. He remembers you. If you have been helped by today's Bible study, we would love to hear from you. You may connect with us or access the archive of all of the Psalm studies online at scottpauley.org. It is our prayer that the Lord will continue to lead your life and that you will continue to follow. This is the only way to enjoy the journey. Thank you.